they wouldn't let Johnny Goodrow set his stick on fire for the skills competition. Like, it's just been getting like super boring. Well, what? <laughs> they did. They did <laughs> that boring in the KHL. No yeah. Do they normally? Yeah. Well, they do in Russia. Well, Russia's crazy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Play Like a Girl. It is week four. This week we'll be discussing current issues in sports journalism as well as more about Colin Kaepernick and the grievance he recently filed against the NFL. This week's schedule is pretty bare. There's a tennis regional championship in men's tennis going on all weekend and men's and women's rowing have the head of the Charles event also all weekend. The only autumn sports that have events this weekend are on Sunday, volleyball will be playing Cal in Berkeley at 1 p.m. Women's soccer will be playing UCLA at 2 p.m. And men's soccer will be versus Cal at 5 p.m. And both those soccer games are at home. So let's get right into the column. This week, I wanted to talk about Jamel Hill and how she was recently suspended by ESPN for a violation of their social media policy. But another thing came up regarding a former Fox Sports College football host, Alika Siddiqui, a former Fox Sports College football host who received a job offer from Barstool Sports this summer, and she found the job offer not great for a number of reasons due to the contract that they asked her to sign, which asked her to agree to not objecting to be exposed to offensive speech and conduct. And so basically I talked about how it's not really enforceable, but it's essentially designed to silence the employees of the company. ESPN recently picked up one of Barstool's podcasts, and so I connected that back to ESPN and what they are currently doing to silence Jamel Hill by pulling her off the air because she spared her opinions. Yeah, so what I had to say about Jamel Hill... I don't know, why did they suspend her? Like, why did they say they suspended her? I know it was for, like, it broke the media contract, but do you know what specifically it was? So there is a part of their social media contract that guards against inflammatory speech, and she did call for a boycott of all of the NFL's advertisers, which could be considered inflammatory, so, I mean, I actually did sort of understand how she did a... Uh, break their social media guidelines. That's where I'm at right now. I think that I'm not saying that she shouldn't have said what she said, like saying the um, boycott, you know, the Cowboys coach, like whatever. But at the same time, she is, I mean, she's a host for Sports Center, and she does have that public platformer in a way. I don't know. I think there's kind of a contradiction where she mm-hmm. is reporting for Sports Center and she's telling them to boycott, you know? So I don't, I don't know how I felt about the whole situation. Yeah, I'm kind of at the same place where I don't necessarily agree with the decision, but mm-hmm. calling for a boycott, I understand how they like saw that that violated the policy as inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think that it was it was inflammatory to say that. I just not of the opinion that you should be able to suspend an employee for something like that because Jamel Hill does have, like, you know, she exists as a person in this world and she's a black woman and so she faces a lot of, like, institutional oppression because of that and I feel like it's not fair to sort of not allow her to speak out against that oppression because, like, the people who are running ESPN are a bunch of white dudes and 
with her status as a black woman working for them, they need to recognize that she doesn't have the same perspective as they do. You know, maybe police brutality doesn't affect them, but it does affect her. So what she's speaking out about an issue that really is uh, important to her and affects her. And I think that employees should have the right to do that. I mean, I, I can see why they would say it would reflect badly on ESPN because they are calling out one of the major companies that they report on. But I don't think that it's something that, I mean, personally, I wouldn't want to work for a company that would not allow me to stand up for what I think is right. I agree. I think it's justified, but I don't necessarily agree with it. And I think it always just draws back, like, where is the line of, like, public versus private sphere? I think she's voicing her beliefs it's always going to come out as she's a sportscaster for mm-hmm. ESPN voicing her beliefs and it goes against what mm-hmm. the you know what the company supports but at the same time it is her personal belief and I don't think that they should have the ability to restrict what she can and cannot say via like personal like her personal media and everything I don't know it's just difficult yeah. I don't know. one thing I was thinking about too is like with social media yes the account is her as a person, but where do you draw the line with I'm speaking as me versus I'm a representative for my company? Like That's an interesting, mm-hmm. because every, everyone knows she works for ESPN, so when you're reading her tweets, you're reading it through that lens, which isn't necessarily fair, but it, it's the position it's she's the at. It's the position she's mm-hmm. at. Yeah, even if you do have an account where you have all tweets are my own, you still can be linked back to your employer, and I think that is important to know. Like. So I, I do see why ESPN chose to suspend her, but think that as politics and sports like intersect more and more as they have, I think ESPN also needs to recognize that, you know, the people they are employing are people and there are issues that affect them that are really important to them. Yeah, I think we just need to get to a point where we stop expecting people to separate politics from their personal lives because politics is part of your life and separating your job or sports or whatever from politics just often isn't realistic and this is a great example of that okay do we want to talk about colin kaepernick and the most recent thing that has happened regarding him basically what happened is colin kaepernick filed a grievance against the nfl saying that nfl owners colluded to keep him out of a job which is something you know a lot of people have been saying for a while like colin kaepernick really should have a job he's not the best quarterback but he is like you know nfl caliber quarterback the fact that he currently doesn't have a job and jay cutler does is a little bit i would say that i would agree that that is like evidence that they're trying to keep him out of the nfl i do want to add though that pete carroll he had a tryout with the seahawks and pete carroll chose said they chose not to sign him because they feel that colin kaepernick should be a starting quarterback and obviously they have russell wilson so they felt like colin kaepernick shouldn't be earning backup quarterback money for his skill and he should be playing as a backup quarterback in the league so he recently filed that grievance but also another thing came up where Aaron Rodgers got injured this weekend. Now the Packers are looking for a new quarterback. Colin Kaepernick's name is definitely in the conversation. Well, I didn't hear about them not signing him because they didn't think that he needed or that he deserved backup quarterback pay. But I know the article said that, well, he's a free agent, but I guess that his previous agent had reached out to all the NFL teams. There was no response. So this is like they're kind of 
So I guess the first thing is it's an arbitration hearing, so it's not involving the courts. Mm -hmm. It's basically him saying that he just wants to be employed. This is what he loves to do. He wants to play football and he wants to be on an NFL team. Would he mind having a backup position? Like, As far as I know, he wants to be a starter. Personally, I believe he should be a starter. Not on the 49ers because he just that wasn't working for either him or the team anymore, but there are teams that he, he should be starting on over the quarterbacks that they have. I think he would be a great choice to take over for Aaron Rodgers. He's probably the best free agent around right now. A lot of people are saying that they would like Tony Romo to come out of retirement. I think maybe if you want your team to choke, that would be a good idea. They're both from Wisconsin, both Tony Romo and Colin Kaepernick are. So, hometown boys. Yeah, but also, no. Yeah. Just He's retired. Leave the poor man alone. We already had one That's person come out of retirement, and Tony Romo is better than Jay Cutler, so I have a lot of feelings about Jay Cutler. He's not good. Could I say something about the last? Oh, yeah. Keep okay. going. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet by Andrew Hawkins. Okay, well, I wrote it down. But he was like, just so we're clear, can play in the NFL. Steward users, domestic abusers, rapists, accused murderers, racists, and can't play protesters. So he did the tweet in response to is it Jerry Jones? Yeah. And him saying that, you know, if they kneeled down, they weren't able to play. I mean, we talked about this a lot, but I just think it's important. And it was just, there was a lot of response to his tweet. And it kind of goes back to the Colin Kaepernick kind of thing, where whether he is not able to find employment because of his advocacy by kneeling down. And I just thought it was important that we saw the tweets. Mm -hmm. I think there's a big discrimination between people being like accused for domestic abuse or like violence and not getting away with it, but kind of shoved under the rug versus Mm -hmm. someone protesting and then possibly losing their job for that reason. Yeah, like Ben Roethlisberger still has a job. He didn't really face any consequences for sexual assault. There are a lot of guys in the NFL who are the same way. There are some guys who, like, have been kicked out of the NFL, basically, but, like, it's a much lower number than the people who still continue to play after Mm -hmm. doing some pretty horrible things. So I think that's a really good point to bring up. I actually have something that I want to talk about. So the NHL is considering getting rid of the All-Star game, which they've been making the All-Star game less fun every year, and now they're just getting rid of it because they want to do an international competition. But... You know what is competition? You know what is around the time of the All-Star game that is a big international competition that the NHL is not going to? The Olympics. Mm. And so the NHL wants to like gain more international fans, but they also chose to not go to the Olympics. So I'm not really sure like where their heads are at right now, but I think it's pretty stupid. And they're also getting rid of their all-star game. First, they got rid of the drunk draft, where all the players got, like, raging drunk and, like, drafted each other onto their teams, and it was hilarious. And then whoever got drafted last won a car, so, like, everyone would try to, like, get the the captains to draft them last. <laughs> then they got rid of that. Is it Was that broadcasted? Yes. Dang. It was so good. They got rid of that a couple of years ago. And then they switched it to three on three. One thing about the All-Star game is no one plays defense, so there's always like 15 goals aside. Why is it? It's the same for the NBA basketball game. No one plays defense at the All-Star game. It's an individual game. It's not that exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and they wouldn't let Johnny Goodrow set his stick on fire for the skills competition. Like, 
It's just been getting like super boring. Well, what? <laughs> they did. They did that boring in the KHL. No yeah. Do they normally? Yeah. Well, they do in Russia. Well, Russia's crazy. Yeah, they have a great all-star game. Sometimes people do backflips mm. on the ice. Oh my god! All right, maybe it's just safer. But like, so this decision to get rid of the all-star game entirely after it's been getting like less and less fun every year is just like. To replace it with something that they could have gotten at the Olympics, I think is just stupid. They're just trying to cut their losses. They should have just gone to the Olympics. So the international game, is it is it a week-long thing if it's going to be three-on-three, or what is? I have no idea. They just, like, proposed this idea. They're like, we're talking about this. I'm assuming they're still going to have the All-Star game this year, and this is, like, a plan for next year. Like, the Olympics are a thing that happens every four years. You could go to them. People mm-hmm. love the Olympics. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. You can join the conversation and follow us on Twitter at UWPlayLikeAGirl. See you next week. Ooh. Science, technology, engineering, and math. My name is Prapanit Dua, and I host a podcast called Women in STEM, where I sit down and talk with men and women in different STEM fields about where their careers have taken them, and I also discuss important issues surrounding women in these fields. Join me every other Tuesday on the Soundbite Network from the University of Washington. For more like this and other great shows covering sports, science, relationships, and the arts, visit the Soundbites website, uwpodcast.com. That's uwpodcast.com.